Hi, this is Devin, and welcome to the More of Devin Show. This is your podcast where I'll help you understand how to easily release body fat, how to stay consistent with your nutrition, and how to develop a successful mindset for weight loss in an effortless way. If your goal is to lose belly fat, tone up, lose weight, or take your nutrition and fitness to the next level, this is your one-stop shop for all your needs. In this show, I will be answering your questions and helping you through your journey. If you have any questions, there's a link below where you can submit. Enjoy. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. What's up? What's good, guys? This is Devin at Divine Transformations, and this is more with Devin. We got another one going today, and um, you know we're going to answer some qu- some Q and A questions, um, and then from there also talk about you know um, when it comes to you know pushing through struggle and self discipline and how that's one of the keys to being able to you know reach your goals. So we'll wait for some people to get on, and then we'll get this party started. So our first question. It says, I'm not sure what my goals are. I just want to feel better and move well. Where should I start when it comes to fitness and nutrition? That's a really great question. A lot of times, you know, people think that they have to have, to have some kind of lofty goal or, you know, they judge themselves relative to where people are who have already, you know, been training for a really long time. Um, you know, what I found is, you know, let's just say it's all, it's all relative. Some people just walking, you know what I mean, going out and getting 10,000 steps, you know, and walking around, you know, the park or, you know, just um, getting some fresh air and, you know, focusing on eating, you know, lean proteins and vegetables and fruits, you know, that'll get you, that'll get you feeling good. That'll get you, you know, moving in the right direction. And then from there, you hit a plateau. Then maybe, you know, you start doing like, you know, some body weight exercises at a really, you know, slow pace where you're just working on your technique and your form and just keeping it real easy, like a 15 minute workout. And then you maybe transition to like possibly, you know, getting a meal plan. And then, you know, you hit a plateau. And then you move to the next level. And then, you know, from there, maybe you have to reach out or, you know, go to a gym, get a gym membership. And then, you know, you go on YouTube and start looking up how to, you know, do different exercises. And, you know, you start tracking your food and my fitness pal. And then, you know, maybe by this time you lost 50 pounds and then you move to a new level and possibly, you know, maybe transition to getting a coach where you get more specific. But, you know, more than anything, you know, it's just all about taking it slow. And, um, you know, being deliberate about what you're doing and just, you know, focusing on where you are and not being too hard on yourself. And uh, but more than anything, it's just all about staying consistent and, um, you know, having a clear understanding of where you're trying to get to. So, you know, whether, you know, let's just say your goal is to lose, you know, 100 pounds. And then you say to yourself, you know, first step, you're going to get, you know, you're going to lose, you know, 25 pounds. That's going to be your first goal. And then you hit that goal and then, you know, you just keep moving towards, you know, uh, higher levels. And, um, and then before you know it, you get there, but you know, you're not going to be able to get there super fast. And it's a lot of stuff that you got to learn. And uh, it's a lot of things that have to change about who you are to become that thing that you desire to be. And, um, you know, and you know, what I have found is a lot of times people, you know, want to get to this place, but they don't feel good getting there. So let's just say, you know, your goal is to lose hundred pounds and the main goal is to feel good. You can feel good right now. And, um, that's just a decision within your mind. And um, so you got to be enthusiastic, you got to have gratitude, you know, have appreciation, you know, take some look back at where you started and like allow yourself to feel good in the moment towards where you want to be. And um, if you can feel good in the process, when you get there, it's going to be even better. So that is my suggestion with that. And then so our next question, what should my priorities be in the gym? So another great question. So when I'm finding, you know, a lot of times people get in the gym and, um, you know, they start focusing more on, um, you know, uh, you know, doing a lot of cardio and um, not really understanding, you know, 
Um, and thinking that either one, they got to lift super heavy weight or they got to, you know, do a lot of cardio when it comes to trying to, you know, lose body fat, you know, change their composition. And what I would say, the main priorities when you're in the gym is, you know, the gym should be to, you know, uh, you know, break down your muscle in some kind of way where it has a, you know, reason to have to grow. And then from there, you know, working on like getting, you know, overall stronger within your body, you know, and, you know, and being in a pain, pain free, you know, situation and you know just working on control and comfort where you're being able to do your movements in a way where you know you understand what you're doing and you're not hurting yourself and so just taking it super slow i have clients that i train um like recently you know i have a client this is a lady named amy uh so i think she has a business called speak to your soul and um she started off like she had like some really really big issues with her shoulder and her neck and so we basically barely could even work out initially. It was just like stretching and doing like some real like exercises and even just doing a simple warm up with a very light band many times would create, you know, tension and acute pain where we would have to like shut the workouts down. And now, you know what I'm saying? I think it's been, I don't know, it's been a couple months now and she's able to like train pretty rigorously and um, do a lot of proficient movements, you know, really, really well. And um, it just started off with, you know, taking things super slow. And now here she is really challenging herself. And she was only training one time per week. And now we're bumping it up to, you know, three times per week. So it's just all about, you know, being clear about where you are, what your goals are. And, you know, just, you know, staying focused on, you know, the, the moment and not trying to overdo it. And then from there, you know, if you do want to change your composition in a way that's efficient, you have to, like, resistance training. You have to, like put some tension on your body. If all you do is cardio, you know, if you do have a significant amount of body fat to lose, you will see like a significant change because you, you will be able to lose cardio if your diet is where it needs to be. But you're also going to lose muscle. You're not going to have that tone. You're not going to get that strength. So, you know, prioritize strength training when you're in the gym, in my opinion. And then, you know, the cardio should be a supplement. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get good benefits cardiovascularly, and then it's going to allow you to get into a deeper deficit. So learning how to work out in a way where you feel safe and efficient that's best for your goals, I would say it's the priority. And then from there, it just opens up so many doors for you to feel confident and to be able to execute all different types of movements and exercises in a safe and efficient way. All right, so then our next question we have is, I've never, it's been a long time since I've worked out. What should I expect when it comes to weight training? So um, with that, if you haven't worked out or it's been a super long time, what I, what I can tell you is that uh, what's going to happen is when you get in the gym, you know, and you start working out that first week, you're going to feel super, super sore. And, um, you know, what I'm saying a lot of times it's like shocking where you think to yourself, like, how can I continue to do this if it hurts this bad? And, um, you know, that's what kind of, you know, pushes people away a lot of times is they, you know, start to, um, you know, resistance train, like lift weights. And they're so sore where sometimes they can't walk up the stairs, down the stairs. And, um, you know, they're just tired and it just seems like it's something that, you know, they're not going to be able to ever get better from. And then the other thing is, you know, if you push yourself pretty hard, you know, you can have an upset stomach, not feel good. And it's people who think to themselves like, man, when is this ever going to end? Like super heavy breathing. And you think like it's something that you can do to fix it. And really, you just out of shape and your body has to, you know, get acclimated to that training. You got to get in better condition. So um, and then also, you know, there's going to be times where, you know, you feel like uncomfortable. You're not doing the technique right and you feel like you're never going to get it right. And, um, you know, and if you're a person that is a little impatient or you're trying to get to where you want to be, you really want to make progress, you know, um, that can be like a hindrance 
and um, you know frustrating if you're not you know getting the technique together but all those things are all coming you know even for myself and it's just all about being patient and realizing that little by little you're going to get stronger and stronger you'll get better and better and like you know that pain one day it's not going to be there you you know feeling super winded eventually it will get better and then you know your stomach feeling queasy it will eventually get better and then it'll be times where you can really push yourself to limits that you never maybe thought were even possible because you're so in shape and then you're able to recover so well and your mind is able to you know perceive that pain in a much different way where it doesn't even affect you like that you're able to do a super hard set you're tired you breathe give yourself a minute two minutes you're back at it push it maybe even harder so just know that that pain and all that discomfort is temporary but you know what isn't temporary is if you choose to quit man you're gonna you're gonna be weak and not feel good about yourself and you know never be able to overcome those problems within yourself if you do feel that pain and you let that pain stop you and you know but at the same time you don't want to push to a level where you're injuring yourself you feel any kind of acute pain or you know what i'm saying you're tra training so rigorously that you know what i'm saying like you really can't move the next day you don't want to push that hard you don't want to overdo it in that kind of perspective you know train in a way where you get in the gym you're pushing yourself you get out of there you want to feel refreshed you know you know, re, 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 rejuvenated, and um, you know, if you can tell that you're getting better. But you know, there is something called DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness, where like you know, 48 hours after a training bout, you'll start to feel that soreness. And it, but at the end of the day, when you first begin training, that's just going to be a part of it, and it's going to be a part of it. You not understanding the technique and like feeling like you're not, you know, or you may lift up, you may do an exercise and you're not feeling it in that muscle. You know what I'm saying? Because you just don't have that mind-muscle connection. You don't have that neurological adaptation where your body can, like, get in tune with the movement where you're being able to be proficient. You know, it just takes practice. You know what I'm saying? There's not really any kind of secret that I can give you. It's just besides being patient, being deliberate, <clears throat> and, you know, consistently, you know, stand on track. And uh, that's how you'll get to where you need to be. So that's what I can, what you can expect when you first start working out. It's probably a solid, like, you know, two full weeks, three weeks, Sometimes, you know, maybe a little longer than that, where you're going to feel like a lot of discomfort, but it will all be worth it when you start to make those changes. And when you are able to see like, wow, I got so much endurance, you know what I'm saying? I'm so much stronger. I feel so much more confident. You know what I'm saying? I've seen thousands of people, you know what I'm saying? Be it, go through this process of like having no clue what they're doing, feeling tired, feeling like, how am I going to stick with this? And then now they're crushing it on whole different levels. And you can do that too. Uh, so the next question uh, there are certain movements I don't feel comfortable doing. Will I be able to strength train? Will it benefit me? And what's the safest way for me to work out? These are really great questions. So what I would say with that, uh, so the first thing, there are certain movements I don't feel comfortable doing. Will I be able to strength train? So like not every movement is for everybody. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people think that, you know, there's a, like a particular movement has to be done because that's just what you got to do. So for example, like, you know, people think that like you have to be able to use a barbell or you're not really like squatting or you got to be able to use a barbell to deadlift or you're not really a deadlifter. And like these are just tools to get you to where you need to be. Like the barbell, you know, specifically made mostly for, you know, people who power lift and, you know, Olympic lift and things of that nature. But it's not necessary that you have to use a particular, you know, piece of equipment. And there's no particular exercise that you have to do. There's sometimes where people have different injuries and different, you know, situations where they just physically can't do a particular exercise. But there's most of the time always some kind of variation that you can do. And let's just say, you know, your goal is to build up your quads. You don't have to barbell squat to have nice quads. You can do single leg movements. 
you know, you can do, you know, um, you know, like a goblet squat. You can use a leg press. There's all, all many different options. You just got to be able to know how to adjust when it comes to that. And then there's another level where maybe you just don't have the mobility right now and you got to get stronger. You know what I'm saying? To be able to get to that position where you can be able to do those more advanced movements. So either you got to just, you know, work on mobility, work on your technique, work on your strength, and then you can build up to those more progressed movements. And the way that you do that is through regression. So doing the simple movements and getting really good at simple stuff, and then you continue to progress to the more complex. Or you may legitimately have some kind of injury or issue where you just can't do a particular movement or your body just doesn't work well in that, you know, movement pattern, and that's totally fine. And um, it's just a matter of, you know, finding an alternative movement that it will still get the same, you know, will yield the same results. And then let's see. The next thing is, um, will I be able to, let me see, will it, uh, what's the safest way for me to work out? So yeah, I kind of answered that question already. Basically, you know, focus on the most simple stuff and then work your way up from there. And um, you really master the movement, get in tune with what you're doing, have a lot of understanding of, you know, you know, that you're doing it right. So if you need a coach, you know, it's an investment, but that's going to put you in a position to be able to get to where you want to be faster and be able to maintain it and then get there even get even like better results long term if you get a good foundation of understanding the why and the how and the what when it comes to your training. So then our next question that we have, um, I've been working out, but I don't feel that I'm progressing. How do I know that I'm getting stronger or improving my health if I'm not able to lift heavier, heavier weights or I'm still out of breath when I do cardio? So um, so let's see. So we'll break this down. So I, I've been working out, but I don't feel that I'm progressing. How do I know that I'm getting stronger or improving my health if I'm not being able to lift heavier weights or I'm still out of breath when I do cardio? So you know what I mean? Like for people who are newer in training, you know, that's just going to be a part of the process like I talked about earlier where you're going to feel out of breath. You're going to feel like, you know, you know, the weight is still heavy. But what happens when most people don't understand or even really realize <clears throat> because they're just in the moment training and not really thinking about it, especially for my clients that I train, you know, uh, they start off. I have clients that start off and they have a hard time even doing just the warm up where I've had clients do the warm up and they laid out on the ground where it's over with for them. They can't do the work. They can't do any of the workout. And then eventually they're being able to do, you know, like two or three sets of the workout. And then before you know it, they're getting the whole workout done. And, you know, and now they can do the warm up, not even thinking about it. You know, they're all good. And, you know, being able to make it happen really easily. And, um, but they don't really conceptualize and think about the fact that there was a time period where they couldn't do the warm up. And they, you know, they were super tired just from the warm up. And now they're thinking like, oh man, like, you know, I'm tired from the workout, but they're getting through the whole workout. And maybe it's the end of the workout where they feel like super wheezy when before they couldn't do any of the, of the workout at all. So th that is actual progression. You know what I'm saying? That is actually getting stronger and your endurance is getting better. But, you know, I was actually talking to a client today about that, that, you know what I'm saying? That, um, you know, this, there's always another level. You know what I mean? Like you thought that you, you're killing it, you're doing your thing, and then you push to a new level, you lift, you have heavier weights. Now you feel more tired or you get you hit a plateau where you think that you're not progressing. But, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, you know, measure your progression. You know, is your technique getting better? You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're lifting the same weight, but your technique is way better. So then, you know, that's progressive overload. Or maybe, you know, you're being able to, like, do that same weight with less amount of rest. You're progressing. You know what I'm saying? 
And then maybe, you know, now you can do that same weight, but you can do more reps. So, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of ways to be able to see that. And then with your cardio, like I said, you know, if initially, you know, you just stepping in the gym made you tired, but now you're being able to get through the whole workout, your cardiovascular has increased. But, you know, what happens is that you continue to push yourself and you do more, but so you just continue to feel, you feel like you feel the same that you did from the first day. But if you look back and you did what you did back on your first day, you know, it wouldn't even be, you wouldn't even be breathing hard. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at the small, take in consideration of the small wins and, you know, be aware of where you once were and like give yourself some praise for where you are. Cause a lot of times, you know, we don't, we, you know, we just want to get to that end result that we don't take time to smell the roses and realize that we are actually progressing and making really great progress. And then from, from in the next level, man, you, are you having fun? And you know what I'm saying? And you're doing exercise that you enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Like all those things are progressions, you know? And, but from that space to get more specific, you know, when you do want to start, you know, uh, being able to make sure that you're getting stronger and growing, you know, maybe keep, keep track of your workouts. And then, you know, you do want to, let's just say if, you know, you got eight to 12 reps, you know, and, um, you know, and, you know, so the goal would be, you know, for you to be able to do at least eight reps with that particular weight. And it should be very, very difficult for you to get, you know, 12 reps. So let's just say you're doing a goblet squat and you're doing 25 pound, 25 pound, 25 pound goblet squat. And, um, you know, you can, you know, initially first you were able to do only eight, you could get up to eight reps, but it was really difficult to get to nine. And then now, you know what I'm saying? A couple weeks later, now you're doing like you did like 14 reps. So then now you maybe bump it up to 30 and then maybe now you could do 30 pounds for 10 reps. And then you just continue to progress from there, but it's not going to be something week by week that every single week you're going to lose weight. I mean, you're going to be able to get stronger. You know, you got, like I said, it's a lot of different variables that are going to let you know that you're making pro progress. Like, like I said, so, you know, recovering faster, you know, being able to do the technique better, you know what I'm saying? Being able to, um, you know, uh, you know, lift more reps with that same weight. And then, you know, and then maybe you have to, when you do hit a plateau, maybe you have to change your, your rep range where instead of you just doing eight to 12 reps each time or 10 to 15 reps each time, maybe you drop down to like, you know, five to eight reps or, you know, three to six reps where you lift a little heavier and uh, give yourself opportunity to train in a different intensity. And then when you revisit that weight range again, you'll see that possibly you've made some progress or, you know, you need to focus on your recovery as well. Making sure that you recover, make sure you're getting good sleep, making sure you're getting the right good nutrition so your body can regenerate and then you can continue to push harder. How you doing, Jason? How you doing, Jerome? It's good, Ryan. All right, so our next question, I thought only bodybuilders ate a lot of protein. Why would it be important for me to increase my protein and how should I do that? So, um, you know, that's a really great question. Another great question. Um, a lot of times, you know, people don't realize the importance of protein and it's something that's really important even for like the older population. Um, you know, as we get older, and I think I've talked about this before, you know, the, one of the main things that we start to lose is our muscle tissue. And if you ain't, if you're not, if you don't have muscle tissue, then you're not going to be able to function right, you know, walk around properly and your overall health is going to degenerate, you know, really, really fast. So, you know, uh, making sure that you get the proper amount of protein is going to allow you to maximize your gains and your progress in the gym, as well as it's going to help you with not feeling so hungry if you're trying to lose weight. And um, it's going to help you better recover more efficiently so you can continue to, you know, reach your goals. And um, so what I would say is, you know, on a simple term, you know, just getting a palm size of protein, you know, three times a day, that'll put you in a great position. Some kind of lean protein, something, you know, like chicken, you know, some kind of lean red meat, 
um, you know, yogurt, Greek yogurt, you know, it's all kind of different stuff. Eggs, you know, egg whites, you know, animal protein is been, many times it has more, you know, the B12 and it's just a complete protein, like a full profile. But, you know, they're vegan sources of protein, you know, so whatever your floats your boat, you figure that out. And then you just need to make sure, you know, somewhere around 0.8 to like one pound, depending on your weight. But like I said, if you're a beginner and you don't really understand this, you know, three times a day, a palm size of protein, you know, and making sure that, you know, you're getting a quality source that'll put you in the right position to start, you know, uh, making sure that you got, you know, a sufficient amount. And then from there, you know, do more research, get a coach, and then you'll be able to, you know, move in a better and more clear direction. And then our last question, I don't eat a lot of veggies and fruits and never have. How do I get used to eating different foods? So, um, you know, it's been a lot of people, grown adults that I coach that go through this process. And, you know, what I'm finding is that, it's, you know, food is just an, it's an acquired thing. And, you know what I'm saying? Culturally, there's people eating all kind of different foods. And then when they try something different, they think like, you know, they would never eat that in their life. But fruits and vegetables, because, you know, we live in a society that is, you know, we consume a lot of high, you know, uh, calorie foods that are low in nutri nutrients. And they're set up to make you want to overeat, like lots of sugar, lots of, you know, fats and sodium. And it's set up for your brain to like crave it. So then when you do eat something that is, you know, more healthy and like, you know, more natural, like, you know, it's not, it can't compete. You know what I'm saying? It's almost, it's competing with something that's kind of like a super food to your brain when it comes to like you having a craving for it versus these foods that are not set up like that. You know, you never heard of a person eating a whole bag of potatoes, but you eat a whole bag of chips. You know what I'm saying? Nobody eats a whole bag of, you know, apples, but a person to eat a whole, you know, a whole thing of candy bars, you know what I'm saying? And like eat way more calories of the candy bars than they do of the apples or the potatoes. So, um, you know, those foods that are whole nutrient dense, they're set up where they got fiber and nutrients and minerals where, you know, you're not going to over consume those things. But at the same time, they're not as like tasty as the processed stuff. And it's just a matter of, you know, making a decision to like, you know, Give yourself the space to, you know, learn to enjoy those foods. And you got to get that other stuff out of your system. And, you know, what what ends up happening, what's interesting, is I have so many clients that once they start eating healthy and they start making that effort to try different fruits and vegetables and they get used to it, they start feeling more vibrant, more light. And then when they go back to eating like, you know, some, you know, super greasy pizza and like the way that they used to or like, you know, something from McDonald's, like they have bubble guts and just almost actually feel sick. So, you know, it's just a matter of just getting yourself in the position to, you know, um, you know, give yourself some time to, you know, open yourself up to eating those types of foods. And, you know, I think to myself, it's no different than, you know, this is your human body. And, you know, if you got a really nice car, let's just say you got a Ferrari or a Lamborghini you know, you're going to put the octane, the high octane gas in your car. You're not going to put unleaded in that car. And this is something that is a materialistic thing where like it comes and goes. You're not probably not going to have that car for your whole life. Or let's just say you got a hundred thousand dollar car. You would never think to put, you know, you know, unleaded in your, in your gas tank. But this is your physical body. The only way that you can live and express your mind and your heart and your thoughts is you got to have a physical body. So why would you put on a consistent level, you know, things that are things in your body that are low level in your body. And this is all you got. So if you look at it in that perspective, you know, you got this nice home, you know, your clothes, you know what I'm saying? You buy all the nice, you get your hair done, all these things you invested in that are external and they're superficial that most likely 99% chance you're not going to keep these things forever, but you will spend top dollar on things that 
you know, are not you know, are materialistic. But then, you know, when it comes to you, you know, spending good money on your nutrition, you just eat whatever. You go to McDonald's, it's whatever. And my, possibly you like a very wealthy person or you, you know, you really care about yourself, but you've been programmed to not realize that, man, what you put in your, what you consume is going to have a huge effect on your health, how you feel, you know, how your body operates, you know, your longevity, so many things. But like I said, you'll get a super nice car, take it, you know, for its tune-ups, make sure that the oils change, putting the best gas in it, keeping it clean, the whole nine yards. But then won't even think to do that, do that for your body. Oh, that, that food is too expensive or that training is too expensive. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, man, this body is the only way you're going to make it. You can't be alive without your body, like straight up. So if you want to be able to buy that car, you got to have this body. Because I don't see no ghost driving around, you know what I'm saying, or living amongst, that, amongst us and we've been able to communicate and hang out with them. So you got to take care of your body the same way you take care of those nice things that you got. So how you doing, Caroline? So Caroline, man, this lady is awesome, man. I think, you know, I don't want to quote me. I think she lost like 60, 70 pounds. Man, she's like a phenomenal client and, um, and she's doing amazing. So kudos to you, Caroline. I'm so proud of you. You know, she's been, you know, with the gym for some years now. And, um, you know, she's come an extremely long way in a profound way. One of the strongest human beings I've ever met. I think she has, well, I want to leave out in your daughters, like four daughters or something like that. She's an amazing mom. When I'm around her parent, her kids, they just show nothing but love to her. And um, so, you know what I'm saying? Super proud of you, man. She's like one of my clients, like six, think 60 or 70 pounds. And she's on her way to kill it to a whole nother level. So, but yeah, guys. So we're going to go ahead and end this, wrap this up. Um, you know, if you guys have any questions, we'll have a link in the, uh, in the comments for you to be able to leave any kind of questions that you have. I appreciate everybody that's on. And I hope I was able to bring some value to answer some questions for you guys in an efficient way. And as I always say, remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you're leaving with some great things that can help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Now go out there and make it happen. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Until next time.